Welcome to the Running in the Center of the Universe podcast. I'm Ashlyn Dave, and I'm recording live from my podcast studio in Ashland, Virginia. Thanks for coming along. And this is Ashlyn Dave, and this is the Running in the Center of the Universe podcast, episode 276. I'm going to call this one another new episode. It's the week of February 4th, 2020. And I believe this is the first podcast of my, of the new year for me. Uh, took a big hiatus back in January. Of course, I've got some audio clips that explain all that. But I do appreciate you coming back and downloading the show. Um, and after this show, I'm going to post. I'm going to try to post a uh, encore presentation of episode 200. I think. I think the last time I did 100. Uh, just to kind of keep you coming back. I don't think we're, I really have any new listeners at this point, but I do appreciate all the. Uh, main listeners coming back if you still have me downloaded we still have the show downloaded i was inspired to uh put the podcast out uh by uh hearing from a couple folks one was uh christelle and i got some other emails in the email bag and then uh last night ashlyn Bryan was in town up from atlanta he's doing some work up in this part of virginia and he made the made sure that he crossed through Ashland so we could meet up. So we went out and had some, uh, some, some dinner, uh, met up with Ashland, Bob, Ashland, Tom was out of town. So it was real nice to see Ashland, Brian. So Ashland, Brian, I'm going to dedicate this podcast to you. Cause you told me last night that, um, you kind of gigged me and said, uh, you know, what's up with the podcast? Why haven't you put one out? Um, so here we are. Uh, the uh, main section of the show is going to be a uh, run section. Hope you enjoy it. So, I'm a little over a mile into a five-miler. I ran uh, with my dog for the first almost a mile. And since it's about 70 degrees, he didn't do so well. And I think that uh, my wife took him out for a walk earlier today. She was home sick, but she's feeling better. And I have the feeling that she took him out for a walk because it was such a nice day. And it might have been while he was kind of sluggish. He's 11. That's blue. If you listen to the podcast for any period of time, you've heard me talk about him. He can't really run that much anymore. He does two to three miles with me, I don't know, about every other week. And he gets lots of walks, but you know the run's a little more intense. I had hoped to take him up to the Trolley Line Trail today, which is my favorite trail in the town of Ashland, to take him on because he can't get away. It's a linear trail, about a half mile in length, and it's built up and steep embankments on both sides because there used to be a rail car went through there trolley years ago before I came along and that's been turned into a trail for the town and it's really cool because when there's nobody on it I'll let blue off the leash and I just love watching them run it's not much better to see than a, not much nicer things to see than a, a dog just running no leash and just being free 
but yet he can't really get away. So that didn't happen today. All right, I'm gonna talk about my training, and then I'm gonna talk about what I've been doing in life, because obviously this show is the first one in a while. And I sincerely thank everybody who downloaded this show for not giving up on me. I'm in a weird place in my life right now. Lots of different things happening, different feelings and kind of experiencing life, experiencing life a little differently than before. All right, so training. The next goal race is April 4th, called Cap to Cap, 50 mile solo and relay. It's on the Virginia Capitol Trail. I've talked about this before. When that path was finished, which connects Jamestown slash Williamsburg to Richmond, it's mostly along Route 5, along the asphalt recreational path alongside the road. It took many years to build, and when it was finished, I thought how cool it would be for someone to put, someone to put on a 50-mile ultra. And being that I'm not an ultra organizer, I've only done t- race-directed 10K. I did that for several years. I can't imagine the races be too much different. This was just over a longer period. But somebody has organized a race. They got it to start at some brewery in Jamestown. That's ending at the Stone Brewery in Richmond. Thus the title Tap to Tap. And it could be called Cap to Cap. The old capital, Jamestown, who I guess Williamsburg was the capital of the Virginia colony at one point. I think I have my history right, maybe not. To the now capital of Richmond. Steve, how are you? Yeah, man. Yeah, I know it. It's too hot. That was Steve Chidsey, who works for Hanover County. He's a neighbor of mine. Good guy. He's the director of solid waste for Hanover. So he manages all the landfill engineering and that kind of stuff. Real nice guy. He's he's known to cross-dress for the Ashland Musical Variety Show, which is usually an every other year thing. There's always a bunch of guys in the town that dress up as women. I'm not one of them. And there's a train. Uh, I might have to pause. It's a freight train coming through. Another cool feature of our town. Well, you know what? Looks like a long train, so that'll allow me to get across England Street, which this time of day is hard because of all the traffic coming through. So I'll just keep going. Anyway, uh, Steve's a real nice guy. That show's been postponed. Hey, Cedar, how you doing, man? So what's coming through now is a trash train. I can smell the trash. It's in containers. This trash comes from New Jersey. It goes to Amelia County, which is kind of a landfill industry. I'm going to move about a block off the road here. So, so I'm training for the 50 mile April 4th. My goal 
is to get to 50 mile weeks as part of the training. Now, this training program I'm following, I'm way behind. I just can't keep up. It's a time thing. But I know that, I, right here now is another engine. What's happening is the railroad wanted to build this third rail through here to get uh, transport stuff a lot quicker. And uh, that was decided not to happen. So now what they do is they make super long trains and they put an engine in the middle to help them along. At least that's what somebody told me. I don't know if that's true. So I you guys just need a couple 50-mile weeks for that confidence. You know, with the long run being like a 25 miles, really no point in doing much more. Oh, no, there's a freight train going the other direction. We have double tracks in town. It's a real treat when that happens. Well, not when you're trying to produce a podcast. That one only has two engines. So I've started with the doing the uh, double runs on the weekend. I haven't gotten consistent on the double long runs, meaning two double-digit runs Saturday, Sunday. But this past week, I got up to 30 miles for the week, which was good for me at this point in time. And I've been incrementally going up to target those two 50-mile weeks in probably... Well, you know what? Third last week of February, then the second week of March, and then I'm tapering for the the time for the race. And I'm doing it all by guesswork. I'm not doing any analysis on note pads or anything like that. And I think this should be okay. I'm really just running at the finish. I should have never signed up for it. I have said in previous shows that I really want to focus on doing more marathons in the states uh, but because of the nature of my job that is not going to happen right now and I'll get into that in part two of this update so I've been doing mostly my training long runs on Saturdays generally with somebody generally without uh, Ashlyn Tom has been tied up with other activities on most Saturdays, so I'm kind of doing them by myself. There's another local here in town named Brad who I've teamed up with. However, he's training for a mountain race, and so he's been doing a lot of training down the James River where it's really hilly, right on the bank of the river, banks of the river. There's lots of running trails and um, very hilly, so I mean, it's obviously good for him. And I don't have an interest in running trails because they tend to just beat me down too much. I'm almost at two miles anyway. So I just kind of take whoever shows up. Uh, Ashlyn Bob has met me for breakfast a few times afterwards. And he's coming off an injury. So he's offered to ride his bike alongside me for some of these long runs. So I'm not really sure, but he was a no-show last week. But I saw him last night. We met up with Ashlyn Bryan, there's two. Um, so I'll give him the benefit of the doubt and invite him out again. Uh, I've gotten very used to training by myself. That's something 
that I do enjoy. I do like having other people around, but I do enjoy doing those really long runs, being by myself for a few hours. I listen to podcasts. Sometimes I just cut cut everything off. As you can tell, this is a pretty long train. The other one is. Looks like it is sped up a whole lot. I'm going to get a little closer because the path I want to run is alongside the railroad tracks. Okay, that's gone. So train is going good. I'm still doing run a mile, walk a tenth, run a mile, walk a tenth. And my goal is to always do, five, when I do the really long ones, is to do five miles an hour. So last Saturday I did 15 miles. I did that in three hours just about exactly. I think it was three hours and one minute. And I've, you know, I'll extrapolate that on race day. Uh, I do believe my past 50 milers that have been on flat courses, my goal is to get to halfway, halfway through there in five hours, you know, five-hour marathon. And then at that point try to, you know, do 11 hours. So I'm hoping I can do 11 hours and some change for this race. I don't think I'm going to be in as good a shape as I was uh, when I think I ran 1040-something at the uh, Outer Banks. 50 mile or the uh, light to light 50 down in the Outer Banks of North Carolina last year. That race was last weekend. I did not do it because uh, I just wasn't training for it. I'm training for the April race. So things are going on pretty good. Today's weather is a little bit of a surprise. I mean, I'm sweating my ass off right now. All right. So that's training update. I probably missed a few things that I'll get back to. But so where am I in life right now? Well, um, my uh, last day of police work was May 17th of last year, so haven't quite been separated a year. The actual, I guess, official date was July 1 for retirement because I used all my leave. So, you know, I've already talked about this. Technically, still employed, but not not at work. Well, I did a job for a few months. Um, at a very large uh, grocery store chain that is in Virginia, and I worked in asset protection there for a while. But around the same time I applied for that job, I had applied for a uh, what they call SIU investigator position in a very large auto insurance company, and I didn't hear anything back from that. Uh, until I'd already started at the very large grocery store, which I really liked working at. I worked at a couple different stores. I was a coordinator, so I wasn't just at one store all the time. Generally for one day I would be at one store, but over the course of a work week at a couple different ones. Uh, and then I got an offer from this other company, which was a lot more money. Monday through Friday, no evenings, and kind of what I wanted to do. Well, it was what I wanted to do, investigate fraud. Now, my police career as a detective, or where I work, the title was investigator, but it's the same thing, uh, in case some agencies call it, you know, criminal investigator, detective, some call it investigator. I arrested people who committed crimes against children, sexual crimes, but, and that was my main focus. However, over my career, I investigated plenty of types of fraud and other 
like obtaining money by false pretense schemes, things of that nature. So I have experience on detecting that and how to investigate it, how to make a case, how to bring it for prosecution, you know, the elements you need. And going in the car insurance industry, there's no, there's no sex and there's no porn that you have to deal with. And when I say porn, I'm talking about I dealt with a lot of child pornography, uh, which is now called, in the field, it's kind of being changed into the term child exploitation material. And because exploiting children can take different forms and sometimes it's not necessarily pornographic, but there are abuse uh, videos that maybe not be, that might not be pornographic, but they're still, you know, videos of crimes being committed against a child. But anyway, so they're, it's called child exploitation material. And I was excited to go into a field where I wasn't going to be dealing with that anymore, which has had quite an effect on me now that I've been separated from it, which was my own choice. I, it was time for me to retire from all that. So here we are, five months into this new job, which is you know high-paced, uh, a lot of volume of work, plenty to do. I work with uh, six other people. I'm the seventh in our unit. Uh, two people were promoted from within the company, and I was one of five of what they call external candidates. So some of the people I work with in this unit are retired law enforcement. Uh, one guy's former Army, uh, former retired FBI, other retired police, and then some people that came with, from within the company. And it's just been a great group. Really enjoyed working with all these folks. But uh, we, one day, a week before last, manager came up from the corporate office because we're working in a, a satellite office and said all our positions have been reclassified and uh, we still all have our jobs. Now keep in mind, this is just five months in. We're all going to have our jobs at the same pay. We're just going to be doing something completely different. And I'll uh, refrain from saying what that is because I, I don't want to identify the company right now because it was just a shock. Uh, so I have a choice, you know, obviously. I can stay and do this other position, which requires some significant new training. I went through like a two-week indoctrination of company culture, you know, database management, that kind of stuff, out of town for the position I'm in now. But the new position requires a lot more training, and it's completely different than what I'm doing now. And uh, frankly, I'm not that interested in it. So uh, I got to make a decision. Uh, I'm not sure what I'm going to do. And it's just a really weird place to be in. I didn't think I'd be in this position this soon. I knew eventually, you know, the private sector. I haven't worked in it in, since 1992 or before that. But, you know, my wife has, and I have friends who have worked in it, and, and interesting things happen. Um, but what's just so weird is when you're hired specifically for a, with your skill set. Okay, so 
hired specifically for the skill set, and then that's no longer desired or needed, but we're just going to be reclassified, and a bunch of uh, assessments got waived, you know, so we'd stay on. And it was just, it was just a shock and kind of disappointing. So I got some decisions to make. I have a couple months before things really start to change. Still doing the same job right now. And it's interesting work. I do like it. Um, I didn't really see it as super long term. Uh, I kind of figured I'd do this while my daughter's in college. She gets out uh, 2023. And can you believe it? She's already on her second semester freshman year in college. I got the one child. So the house is empty except for me, the wife, and the dog. There's another train. I'm running away from the tracks now. So we'll see. I mean, I've, I, you know, my, I'm proud of my resume, so it's not a situation where I'm embarrassed to send that out. It's just uh, getting the job I have now just took so much work in on these online uh, platforms. You know, you read, I'm sure anybody out there who's applied for jobs, everything's online. And, you know, if you upload your resume, and then you gotta go back in and format stuff. And it just takes a while. I applied for something last Sunday. I think I was working on the process for about two and a half hours. Well, I did a cover letter. So it's just a lot of, it's a lot of that. I'm on a computer all day in an office and then coming home and getting back on the computer to try to figure out what my future is, is uh, hard. Sometimes I just need a break. So I will keep podcast listeners updated as things change. But biggest thing, problem I've been having, and I'm not really a problem, just biggest thing I'm experiencing is this transition from a uh, living in a police culture for so long and now not being in it. Now, I work with the guys that are all experiencing the same thing, and we'll chit-chat about it some, but I guess I just don't feel mentally like I'm old enough to be past police retirement. I always thought that was for old people, but here I am, you know, legitimately police service retired. Uh, you know, get my monthly payout. I earned that. Uh, and back when Governor McDonald was a governor, he started making all state employees pay into their Virginia retirement. So I have, a lot of that money is mine. Not all of it, but it's for the, it's that reward you get for doing hazardous duty for so long. And you get a supplement from age 50 to when you get Social Security, which is pretty nice. And that is why eligible people do retire at 50, because the uh, monthly payout is, is pretty nice. So I don't need a job that is killer. I just need something really with benefits. So my wife has her own business and daughter's, uh, she's still 18, she'll be 19 this year. So that, those situations I've described have affected me, there's three, I'm getting there, have affected my psyche a lot more than I thought. And so 
you know, having the energy and the desire and the interest to share all that, it's been a little hard, and so that's the reason for no shows. Because, because in some ways it's a little embarrassing, uh, but I shouldn't be. I'm just sensitive like that sometimes. But I'll be fine. I've already had two jobs since I left Hanover. I'll find another one. It's really in the big scheme of things, it's not that big of a deal. I know that. I didn't get laid off. It was just a shock when here I had this plan. Uh, and I got hired into an expansion. This was an expansion part of the company that, and you know, they're coming in and telling us they're doing a great job, blah, blah, blah. And then the, as they said, the rug just got pulled out. And I think our supervisor was probably more worried than us because he's got a lot more years vested in the company. Whereas, you know, I've been there five months. I don't, I don't know anybody, anything really. You know, new employees still in what they call orientation. So, interesting days ahead. So when I was, uh, so I was, uh, can't do the marathon. I can't, you know, fly out on a, take Friday off and fly out on a Friday, do a marathon on Saturday and return on Sunday because I don't have the time to take off yet on Fridays. I, and here's why, because I've been saving it all the time I've been accruing, thinking I'd still be at this company. I'm saving that for my 25th anniversary, which is this fall, and we're headed back to the Amalfi Coast of Italy, where we spent our 20th. Boy, that five years went by fast. Uh, so that's, that is worth more to me than, uh, you know, getting a, a couple states this year. There's plenty of time for that. You know, I'm only 50. I got plenty of time to, to travel to other states. And I don't know if I'll ever get all 50 states because I've got something like eight. Um, but maybe after I'm fully retired, I'm still able to run. I can uh, put a dent in that and do, oh gosh, I can't even think about that now. So far off into the future. And another big blow to this position, and then I'm gonna let it go. I'll move on to something else is for several months we were working in an office that was about a 50 minute drive from my house uh, and we kept being told we're going to be moving to this other area that's being set up and I've been really looking forward to that because that's a 35 minute drive and the difference of the 15 minutes is where all the traffic gets congested on Interstate 95, which goes pretty much right up through Central Virginia, north and south. So we have now moved uh, just two Mondays ago, and we moved right after this news. So here I am enjoying a very, a much shorter commute right now, but for really not much of a reason because I'm not going to be there. At least I don't think I am. But it sure is nice to, I want to switch my hours from 7.30 to, from 8 to 4.30 to 7.30 to 4. So I get home and I get the dog out and start my run before my wife gets home from work, which really helps her before. I was getting up at 5.30, she was having to walk the dog in the dark, and then I'd change and go out for my run. And this is just a much better situation. It's just a shame that uh, that's the way it's going to be. Anyway. That's, that's what's going on with me. I know it's not anything major. 
in the whole grand scheme of things. But uh, I've just been kind of in a... I, I knew something was weird about this position, but now I know. All right, I've got about one and a half to go, and it's starting to get dark. I'll take my sunglasses off. I don't know why I wore my sunglasses. So I'm probably gonna go do a couple laps around the Randolph making track. And at that point I'll be about a mile from home and I'll just do the last mile. Plan calls for three runs during the weekdays. And I just can't. I can't do that. I gotta get into the gym two of those days instead of the run. And I, I gotta just keep the long stuff on the weekends. So my goal is just to do two five milers and then load it up on Saturday and Sunday and do the balance of the, the goal weekly mileage then and just do the little maintenance stuff during the week. And I got my weight down at one point to 204. I went, last fall I was 227. Or maybe it was the fall before that. I was heavy. Uh, I would love it to be under 200 for the race. But there's these things called pizza and beer that just gets in the way of that. Thanks for coming along if you're still with me. All right, so I got a handful of emails. Really appreciate people that sent them in. Uh, Ryan, Thomas, uh, Dr. Smitty, Christelle, oh, uh, Thomas, I think it said Thomas Grum, Dirt Dog. Yeah, I'll send you an email back, uh, Mike, that's for sure. Anyway, let's get to these. Um, with the most, uh, the oldest, uh, not the oldest person, but the oldest email. This is back from December from Thomas. Um, uh, Thomas, appreciate the email. Uh, update on him. He's going to be 63, uh, so I guess he's 63 by now. Uh, he's not complaining. It's just a fact. He is not doing much of running. Uh, he thought he might try to do another 50K, but his pace is so slow now, he wonders what's the purpose of entering the race and then being so far uh, back in the pack you're running alone the entire day. Thomas, Thomas, that is my thing, man, being in the back and being by myself. So... Um, Anyway, uh, sounds like uh, he bought a specialized Diverge gravel bike, and so he is going to try. Uh, I'm not. Sh is a gravel bike with the real wide tires? I'm kind of curious about that. I have to look that up. Um, but uh, anyway, he uh, did appreciate some of the uh, transparency about tra transitioning from uh, police work outside of that and uh, having to decompress. So. Yeah, I'm on to different things now. Uh, Thomas, always good to hear from you. I'm gonna send you back a little email. I do appreciate that. Um, as always, always good to hear from you. Heard from Ryan again, this was back in December. And uh, he sent me a link. Uh, he is uh, having an itch to try his first ultra in 2020 or 2021. He's turning 40. He's ready for that next fitness challenge. Well, Ryan, I do remember that you're a marathoner and so one thing is for sure is that if you can do a marathon, you can do a 50K. And then once you realize you can do the 50K, it's really just not about another 18 miles to finish 50 miles. And that's like another, you know, four hours. Um, 
And if you're like me, if you just embrace the suck and embrace the walking part of it, you'll be just fine. Anyway, all the best to you, and thanks for the email. Sorry it took me so long to get back. Uh, heard from Dirt Dog out of Michigan. Uh, he sent me a picture of his new running partner, which is a looks like another Border Collie, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, he says, thanks for throwing out a new show. Listen, done my way up and back to yoga on an icy sunny morning after a short run with this new Border Collie, Quinn. Uh, you might remember if you ever listened to Dirt Dogs running, uh, rambling diatribe, he used to run with Dash, which, uh, was his other Border Collie running partner. And, uh, Dash, uh, I think had a good life. I think Dash got sick. I, I can't remember. I remember it was sad, but it looks like he's got a new dog. Uh, I'm sure with just a little bit of a different personality, all dogs do, but boy, that's a cute picture. He also said, um... Compassion, fatigue, uh, trauma from serving in the role you did for so many years is real. No doubt was a factor, and you're not feeling yourself for a while. Glad you got engaged in some self-care back in training for a 50. Signed, Double D. Yep, Mike, I appreciate that, man. I'm still in that transition. Um, I will. Um, I'll be just fine. I got plenty of years left, and I'm looking forward to uh, everything that the next day brings. That's for sure. Uh, me and Dr. Smith exchanged a few emails. He is also going to be doing, it's the Tap to Tap 50 miler. I called it Cap to Cap earlier in the podcast. It's called Tap to Tap. Um, and he's at the same point in life that I am when it comes to the kids in college. He's got one kid in college, another a child visit, uh, going up and making, uh, taking tours and stuff. So he's got a lot on his plate. Uh, but he's also training for the uh, Tap to Tap 50. So I'll see him at the starting line for that. I'm look, really looking forward to that because I'm sure I'll see him uh, some along the, well, I'll see him at the beginning of the race, then he'll go up ahead of me, I'm sure. Uh, but Dr. Um, Ashton Tom uh, said he's going to come out and probably do some, um, I guess, some pacing or, or just to be involved in it one way or the other. Since it's a relay and it's a public trail, I don't think there's going to be any problems with people coming out there and running with you. Um, and I also heard from Christelle. Uh, sounds like she, uh, she sent me an email a couple of days ago and looks like she did the light the light 50 this past saturday down in the outer banks and she did not see my name in the list of entrants so um yeah i'm sorry i did that the last couple of years and uh this year just um initially it was coinciding with the weekend before my wife's birthday and um and that was also the super bowl weekend and we did but anyway we're doing a birthday party for her the next weekend and I just wasn't trained up for the race, although I hope you had a good time down there, Christelle. It's always good to hear from you, and I'll definitely respond to your email as well. And if anybody out there is listening and wants to uh, reach me, it's uh, ashlandave at gmail.com. That's A-S-H-L-A-N-D-D-A-V-E at gmail.com. Hail from the center of the universe, Ashland, Virginia. And I'm reminding you to run to the finish. Keep on running. Don't forget to hug your kids. Y'all have a good week, and stick around because you'll have, I'll have another episode coming out. Thanks for listening. Thank you.